Because if you're going after executives and decision makers, you know, typically during the day when they're in their office, they're on their laptops or in their, you know, in front of their desktops. So you have to really have that all encompassing strategic approach. And um, again, that technology exists today. Yeah, I mean, I got to admit, I had the uh, the pleasure of hanging out with people that were in the C-suite of a major, huge mutual insurance company. And, you know, come to think of it, I hadn't thought about it until you mentioned it. I don't think I ever saw any of those guys ever pull out their phone or those ladies ever pull out their telephone, their their cell phone and start, you know, punching buttons on there. Uh, it just it doesn't happen. That's not where they are. It's not where they live, as you said. Sure. And that doesn't mean you can't retarget them, you know, after business hours. I mean, you can hit them, you know, when they're at home on their smart TV, you know, again, once they're tagged and in that, that virtual bucket, um, you know, you can, you can reach them pretty much anywhere. The business of sales is sometimes harder than actually making the sale in the first place. See, you're not only a professional salesperson, you're a business owner. But the focus always seems to be on sales. Well, we're here to help you. I've been in the sales world and training sales professionals for over four decades. My name's Morris Sims. I've seen some great salespeople fail because they didn't run their business very well. Well, we're going to share success concepts and interview some great entrepreneurs who are going to help you in your business. Welcome to the business of sales. As business owners, we all recognize the fact that it comes to a point in time where we realize if we just sit around and wait for people to come find us, it's just not going to happen. Just not going to happen. We're going to have to do something, and that something always comes back down to attracting people to our business, and we call that marketing, right? Well, today, our guest is Greg Kalikas, and Greg is a marketing guy. He knows what's going on when it comes to marketing. He's the sales manager for a whole marketing organization, which puts him on both sides of the table, attracting people and then helping them get through the sales process. I'm really excited to have this conversation with Greg. Good morning, Greg. How are you? I'm great, Morris. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm uh, excited to talk to you as well. Well, we're glad to have you here, buddy. Thanks for being on the business of sales. Tell us real briefly about your background. How did you get into this position where you're in charge of sales for a marketing organization? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll kind of give you the condensed version because, you know, I got to tell you, it was it was a pretty wild ride. But um, I actually launched my own um, event promotion company back in the early 2000s. And, um, you know, we actually grew it. I, I had a wonderful team and, you know, we grew it from nothing, um, you know, to, to a company that was doing north of three million a year. Um, you know, we were doing events all over the U.S. and, and even internationally. Um, and at that time, obviously, I was, you know, the CEO and it really kind of opened my eyes to, well, just a full spectrum of things, but specifically from the marketing perspective, um, you know, I got to kind of see it from both sides of the fence. Um, as a CEO, obviously, ultimately, I, I had to make the call on, you know, which platforms we were going to use, which audiences we were going to target. Um, but I also had the opportunity to, to build relationships. And, you know, really, that that's what it comes down to. You know, if you're going to be effective at sales, like you said, you, you have to find creative ways to get in front of your target audience. But I still believe that, you know, people are going to do business with 
people they like and trust, um, you know, even more so than performance. So um, ultimately, um, you know, the, the landscape of my industry changed back in around 2014. Um, and at that point, I had kind of been, been through the grind. I, I was literally on the road, you know, two or three weeks out of the month. So it started taking its toll on me uh, mentally, physically. And, you know, I kind of had talked to my wife and I had knew, I knew deep down that it was time for me to, to get out. Um, so ironically, as it happens, I had a meeting set up with one of our sponsors and, um, you know, they're a, a big national ad agency here in Northeast Ohio. So I'd gone in at that time, they were interviewing for their national sales director uh, position. And I don't know why, I just felt like, you know what, maybe this is a sign. So I applied for the job. There was 300 some applicants, never thought in a million years I'd even get a call back, um, let alone get the position. Uh, but I did and ended up selling, you know, what parts of my company I could. And honestly, it's, you know, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And, and looking back, that's been, you know, one of the really the the, the best moments of, of my professional career and personally, because as you know, if you don't love what you do, um, you know, you're going to be miserable and you're not going to be successful. Yeah, isn't that the truth? I mean, when, and, and when you do love what you do, who is it that said when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life? And For sure. Boy, I can attest to that myself. Greg, sounds to me like you've got experience running a business. You've got experience in the a lot of experience in the sales world, and now a good bit of business, a good bit of experience in the marketing area, especially working with uh, digital marketing out of Hudson. Man, sounds to me like you've got all sorts of great background and credibility to work with anybody to help them create a marketing plan for their business. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. And, you know, as your listeners know, it's it's a digital world. So, you know, marketing, especially on the digital side of things, um, it can change so drastically. And, and even in the, what, seven, eight years I've been, you know, fully into digital marketing and educating myself and, you know, you're always constantly learning. But even in that time span, it's it's changed so much. Um, and although I am a sales director and, and ultimately that's, that's my job is, is to create sales for our company and, and bring in new clients. I, I don't try to, to be salesy. I, I, I try to be more of an educator and, and kind of raise awareness for, you know, the technology that exists today. And I think, you know, even though it's, there's more white noise and clutter and competition than there's ever been before, in some ways it's easier than ever to, to, to reach and target and engage with your, your ideal audience. And um, really that's, that's what we do most and what we do best at our agency. Well, that sounds great, man. Cause I tell you what, I, I don't know, as I look at it and, and what I do in my company, I found that digital marketing can become a big, huge black hole that can eat up all of my time. If I let it, what's the, if I'm out there and I'm running a company and me and a couple other people, maybe you're just me, where should I focus my time and attention when it comes to digital marketing? Yeah, well, really, it, it comes down to, you know, what's your objective and, and where's your target audience? Because you really have to go to, you know, where they live online. Um, and I hear a lot of, of small business owners, typically the first thing they want to do is get their SEO um, in order. And, and you know, that that's not the wrong approach for sure. But 
I think there's a misconception out there that SEO is is kind of a a quick fix to your lead or lead generation or you know sales problems, and it's really not. You know, SEO is a a long term play. It's it's search engine optimization. So it comes down to you know, really optimizing your website um, over time so that, you know, Google and search engines can can reward you organically. Right. Um, so unfortunately, you know, it, it's it's the long game. You know, if you're going to go the SEO route, you know, the organic route. But again, you know, today there's, you know, technology out there specifically in programmatic targeting, which is you know, really what we specialize in um, that allows you to get in front of a very specific audience in real time. But more importantly, it allows you to stay in front of that audience. Um, and maybe you know this, Morris, you know, it's on average in 2022, depending on what you read, but based on our historical data, it takes on average 34 touch points from the first time someone sees your brand or your ad or your message to the time they finally decide to take some kind of action. And before COVID, that was less than 15. Um, so people's online behavior has changed drastically in the last two or three years. So it's not enough anymore to just target the right person. You have to find creative ways to stay in front of them. Um, and really that's what programmatic allows you to do and, and do it typically more cost efficiently um, because it is AI based, you know, it's, it's essentially a computer um, learning algorithm um, that is customized, obviously, based on the audience that that you're going after. But it's it essentially looks at data points based on that end users online behavior. So their digital footprint and typically they give you fairly accurate indicators that they're in the market for whatever that product or service is. And it allows you to virtually tag their profile and then retarget them, you know, whether they're on Facebook, YouTube, you know, on their phone, on their desktop. Um, and by the way, don't discount um, reaching people on their desktop or laptops, especially if you're going after a B2B audience. Mm -hmm. um, I keep hearing, you know, you need to put most of your budget into mobile ads and hit people on their phones and their tablets. Again, you, you really better understand who your actual target audience is and, and where they live. Because if you're going after executives and decision makers, you know, typically during the day when they're in their office, they're on their laptops or in their, you know, in front of their desktops. So you have to really have that all encompassing strategic approach and, um, Again, that technology exists today. Yeah, I mean, I got to admit, I had the uh, the pleasure of hanging out with people that were in the C-suite of a major, huge mutual insurance company. And, you know, come to think of it, I hadn't thought about it until you mentioned it. I don't think I ever saw any of those guys ever pull out their phone or those ladies ever pull out their telephone, their, their cell phone, and start, you know, punching buttons on there. Uh, it just it doesn't happen. That's not where they are. It's not where they live, as you said. Sure. And that doesn't mean you can't retarget them, you know, after business hours. I mean, you can hit yeah, them, yeah. you know, when they're at home on their smart TV, you know, again, once they're tagged and in that, that virtual bucket, um, you know, you can, you can reach them pretty much anywhere. Hey, pardon the interruption, but I've got some really neat news for you. 
Next week's podcast guest is somebody that is just very, very special. I'll tell you more about that when she gets here next week. But here's the deal. You know the two hurricanes that just went through Florida and then up around the East Coast and all? Yeah, two hurricanes, almost back to back. I've got friends in Florida who are drastically affected by both of those storms. And here's the point. The media stops talking about it pretty soon after the wind and the waves move on, right? You hear about the hurricane, it comes, everything makes landfall, they talk about how terrible it was, and then they move on to something else. But you know what? The people are still there. Their houses are still leveled. Everything they had, everything is still gone. Who do you think is still there on the ground helping those people? Well, I tell you what, it's a huge business operation, and we're going to talk more about it on the business of sales next week. I'll see you then. You know, as long as, as they're connected digitally. Yeah, well, I, I agree completely. I mean, it's in, it's incredible just how connected we are digitally. It, it, Greg, you mentioned SEO. SEO to me is like putting a new coat of paint on the storefront. It's it's like putting new flowers out in front of your door and, and putting a big sign up that says, hey, come see us. I mean, that's that's kind of what it boils down to if you're uh, related back to, you know, Main Street America. But I guess I'm still, I don't know, I'm a business owner. What am I supposed to spend my time doing? I, I can't do the programmatic thing by myself. What? Where should I spend my time? On, on social media, on an email marketing campaign, on my website? Where Where is my time best spent, do you think? I, I mean, obviously... You know, any any type of constant, consistent social media approach that you have. Um, and that's the key. If you're going to do social media organically um, in-house, then, you know, it has to be consistent. Even if you're paying, you know, $25, $50 to boost your posts, um, you know, if you're boosting once or twice a month, you know, you're wasting money. Um, again, it goes back to that 34 touch points on average. Um, but, you know, there's fractional CMOs out there fractional, you know, marketing people that can come in, um, you know, there's small boutique, um, you know, me social media agencies that, you know, for a couple hundred dollars a month, um, you know, they can kind of take that off your hands. There's even free tools out there like Buffer, um, you know, that will allow you to automate um, your organic social media. Um, if you're a solopreneur, again, from my experience, you know, the, the best way is, is to network, really. Um, if you don't have a budget to put into a, a paid campaign, um, you know, and again, it comes down to time. I get it. Not everyone has time to go to networking events, but you know, there's so many really great virtual groups now. There's, you know, SCN, obviously, which I know you're familiar with, Morris, and H7. I mean, there's tons of them out there. So there's there's ways, but you know, look, at the end of the day, it's it's a pay to play game, um, you know, and if if you really, you know, want to do it the right way, you have to start putting, you know, a marketing budget out there and and, you know, really being strategic about it. So, yeah, that would be my advice at the end of the day. And that makes good sense to me. I mean, you, you really definitely, especially as a small business owner. You got to be careful about where you spend your money. Your resources are limited, so you got to be really careful about where you spend your money. And marketing is certainly the top of the funnel. I mean, that's where people are going to come from. But I guess you know, as you say, you got to be consistent with social media, and you got to you got to be you know, persistent as well. You can't just do it this week and not do it next week, and you can't just do it a little bit. You got to go all in on this thing. 
I guess this is also where you need to hire somebody to, to take care of that stuff for you as soon as you can, I would think, don't you? Yeah, obviously the sooner the better. Um, you know, but one thing that, that I know will help that can be done organically is, is again, it comes down to understanding your audience. So, you know, when they're coming to your website, what, what does that content look like? Again, our attention spans are shorter than ever. And, you know, I, I do virtual workshops and webinars. And, and one of the tips that I like to give people is, you know, do you really know what those keywords or key phrases are that your target audience is searching for and, and is really looking for when, you know, when they're coming to your website and really you can just do a quick Google search as a business owner and it'll give you what those most search keywords and key phrases are and really just build your website content around those words. Um, and not only will it increase your engagement because when people do come to your website, they're going to find what is most relevant to them and obviously stay there longer, become more educated. And ultimately, ultimately that's going to lead to more sales for you. Um, but it also helps your SEO going back to, you know, those three magic letters, um, you know, and, and organically boost your, your SEO score. So you'll show up um, higher in those organic search rankings. So that's one, I guess you can call it low hanging fruit, um, you know, piece of advice that I can give you, you know, that should make an immediate impact. Um, so, yeah, I mean, ho hopefully that helps. Oh, it does. I think it really, really does. So we talked about uh, social media, of course, and we talked about networking. And just to throw a, a quick point out there real fast, Greg mentioned SCN, that's Success Champions Network or Networking. Uh, hey, Google that. Take a look. You'd be surprised. It, uh, Greg and I are both members, and I'm telling you, you don't need another networking group once you get into, into SCN. It is a great place to learn as well as meet some really, really neat people. That is, you can meet Greg there. I mean, it's, it's just amazing. So check out Success Champions Network. I, I think you'd really, really love it. I know I have really enjoyed uh, the time I've been there, that's for, for darn sure. Hey, Greg, so we talked about social media. We talked about uh, uh, networking. What other big levers should I be looking at as a business owner besides that? Well, again, I, I think, you know, for whatever reason, um, to my surprise, when I talk to, you know, potential clients and, you know, even other marketers, even other marketing agencies, I'm, you know, I'm always surprised at how few of them are aware of, you know, programmatic targeting that's out there. And really, I don't care who your audience is or what you're selling. You know, the principles of marketing haven't changed in 300 years and they won't change for another 300. It comes down to getting the right message to the right person at the right time. And if you aren't doing all three of those things at the same time, you're not going to see results. Um, and again, from my experience and based on our clients, um, you know, results, programmatic targeting is by far the most effective tactic out there um, to allow you to do just that. Now, I will say there's no quick fix overnight, you know, solution that's going to get you from minimal sales to getting a thousand people in your shopping cart or in your brick and mortar store or on your website. Um, even with programmatic, which is, I think, the most efficient um, you know, digital marketing technology out there. 
you're still looking at 60 to 90 days, you know, because you have to build, um, you know, you have to build that target audience. We talked about your virtual bucket. You still have to cast a wide enough net to get enough of those right people in that bucket. And that takes time. Um, you know, you're constantly A-B testing. We may serve, you know, when we're running a campaign, um, th that same audience that's in our bucket, eight or nine different sets of ads in that first month, because we want to see which message is going to resonate with which audience on which platform. So, you know, because it's AI based, it gives us that advantage that it can optimize literally 24 seven in real time. So as the campaign runs, you know, not only do your qualified leads increase and become more qualified, um, but your cost per lead cost per conversion comes down as the campaign becomes more efficient. But, you know, again, I, I like to compare it to an airplane taking off on a runway. You, you have to have a big enough runway where you can build momentum and ultimately get in the air. And that's what digital marketing is. Once you build that momentum and, and take off, then, you know, once you're in the sky, you're off and running. And, and usually that's going to take you about 90 days to get in the air. Um, you know, but that's a lot faster than if you were, you know, if you were using almost any other tactic in the digital space. Yeah, I mean, that makes that makes perfect sense to me, Greg. There's no doubt about that. And the programmatic thing really sounds interesting. I don't know. If, if somebody wants to learn more about that and more about you and how we do this, how do they find you? Where do we connect with you? Sure. You can uh, go to our website first and foremost, yourbusinessmarketer.com. Um, there's a lot of information there, um, case studies, testimonials. And, you know, if you are considering, um, you know, working with a digital marketing agency, I will say, Morris, that's probably one of my biggest challenges um, right now, unfortunately, is that, you know, there's a lot of fly-by-night digital marketers out there, a lot mm -hmm. of guys that, uh, you know, just are working out of a basement and they'll, you know, put their credit card into to Google AdWords and think they're a digital marketer. And, <laughs> you know, a, a lot of agencies that will try to sell you on impressions and clicks, um, you know, do your homework, right? There's, you know... A, a lot of really good, qualified, capable agencies out there, but there's a lot of bad ones too. Um, you know, so do your homework, um, do your research, and um, you know, hopefully you'll find the right fit. But uh, yeah, we'd love to talk to you, have a consultation. We we actually, for any of your guests, uh, uh, Morris, we'll, we'll gladly give them a free SEO audit. Um, so not only can they see where they stand as far as their SEO score, but we give them a competitor analysis too, so they can kind of see what their competition's doing um, and maybe some areas where they can uh, steal some market share per se. Um, but yeah, we're happy to help yourbusinessmarketer.com. Yourbusinessmarketer.com. Yeah, Greg, how long has that uh, company been in business? Uh, we're going into our ninth year, wow. actually. Um yeah, and uh, as you said, we're based in uh, Hudson, Ohio, which essentially is a, a suburb of Cleveland. Um, and yeah, we, we you know work with a lot of clients here in Ohio, but we also have a huge presence outside of Ohio. That's the beauty of uh, of digital technology these days. You can pretty more pretty much uh, you know target any market uh, anywhere in the U.S. anywhere internationally, and you know as long as your audience is online, we can find them and. 
pretty much everyone's audience is online these days. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> I, I mean, even me, an old fart, been around for a long time. I'm I'm out there on the digital world too. So you're you're absolutely right. And hey, outside Cleveland, Cleveland rocks, right? Yes, sir, man. Cleveland's uh, <laughs> come a long way in the last twenty years, and um, I think people that have have come out here recently have have seen kind of the renaissance of Cleveland. So yeah, it's a great city. I've lived here my entire life and, uh, you know, don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. Outstanding, man. Well, thank you so much for being on the business of sales, Greg. This has been a great conversation and uh, I hope everybody will go online and check out your business marketer dot com and look for Greg Kalikas. And, uh, well, I tell you what, you guys could, uh, I, I think he could do a whole lot worse than, than working with these folks, that's for sure. Nine years in the business, and they, they know what they're doing with AI and, and digital marketing. So uh, go out there and uh, drop them a note and see what you can work out. Have a great week. Greg, thank you so much for being with us, man. I appreciate uh, the opportunity, Morris. We'll talk soon, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you. Greg Kalikas. Folks, I tell you what, I got some really neat things from Greg here today. This whole idea of programmatic work in marketing. Wow. AI stuff. And I know AI is not the, the, the new thing on the block anymore, but I tell you what, when you can use it for your business, it's, it's, it's something new to me. So that sounds really great. The other thing Greg shared with us was that, you know, yeah, social media is great, but don't lose yourself in a big black hole about it. Set up a system so that you do it the same way every time and you can do it consistently and you can do it persistently where you, you keep going because it ain't going to happen overnight. You got to do these things for, for, good period of time, 60, 90 days in order to begin to think about seeing any kind of results. So, hey, have a great week. Do some wonderful things out there. Meet somebody new and enjoy life because it's worth it. And it's the only one we got. Have a great week. I'll see you next time right here on The Business of Sales. 